welcome to the daydreamer podcast welcome uh this is our first time recording in person we've had quite the weekend we really have we've really been putting the time in the retreat started on a thursday yeah wednesday night oh my gosh you're right um we've had a great time here in the beautiful state of michigan yes anna did come up to visit it was business and pleasure we'll walk you through a little bit of our itinerary We figured this was an opportune time to take advantage of being in person together. We did create an Instagram follow along. Yes. At the Daydreamer Pod. Oh, no. Just Daydreamer Pod. At Daydreamer Pod, where you can follow us and um, see what our posts are about or our episodes are about for the week. Yes. Really, the pictures were mainly for the Instagram. And for our dating profiles. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) for personal use i guess (laughs) professional and personal use (laughs) um it was a really full day we also did some business planning we planned out a lot of the episodes coming up because now we are officially streaming on um, a platform near you yep apple podcast spotify it really took a while it really took a while but we got there I think we may be on maybe like Google Play, like some other things that I'm not sure exactly what they are, but I know for sure the big hitters. The heavy hitters, we are we are up and running. So that's why it took so long. Um, but we're excited, finally. We, yes, we're so excited and we can't wait to be putting out more episodes consistently every week. week. <laughs> every week. <laughs> the day to be determined. Yeah. Every week near the beginning of the week. Yes. Um, and they'll, they'll kind of go, hopefully they'll kind of go back and forth between like entertainment stuff and just stuff that we, you know, daydream about. Exactly. Speaking of things that have happened, obviously it's been a few heavy weeks for the world and specifically United States of America. Yes, absolutely. Um, and what a time to be starting a lighthearted podcast. Yeah, definitely. And I mean that with sincerity. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to keep doing what we're doing, but we also want to acknowledge things and we don't want to, as we always say, we don't want to ignore the hard, but we also want to give, um, some lightheartedness to the people. And that's what we're aiming for. And that's our official statement. Uh, what are your summer plans? Well, Emily, this is maybe, you know, one of my most exciting summer activities coming here to visit you. This is your summer plan. (laughs) It's hard to believe that it's almost the end of June. Time has really flown by. I really don't have many summer plans other than just getting outside as much as physically possible, enjoying yes. the sun. Yes. Um, I do have a birthday next week. Um, I am looking forward to that. Not necessarily getting older, but you know, eating cake, etc. Big 35 coming up. No, 28, <laughs> my friend. Yeah, honestly, that's about as far out as I've planned. Do you have anything exciting coming up? Um, Not really. Maybe some like up north michigan trips but super low-key mm-hmm. yeah um really it's a day-to-day hour by hour basis it currently really, yeah so one day i'm feeling you know ready raring and ready to go and then the next day it's a little debilitating so yeah i gotta take it as it comes i gotta take it as it comes currently obviously not teaching anymore so i'm taking at least the month off which has been great so i can rest and recoup and then the rest of the summer is um to be determined it's exciting a new frontier my books are open <laughs> open for any appointments yes 
Uh, just a little bit of an overview for today. It's going to be mainly entertainment focused, mostly things on a screen. And we're going to do one main segment that's broken up into three. We're going to talk about The Bachelor, greatest of all time, which honestly, I don't even feel right saying that. That's my official statement. Wow. I really gave it all away at the beginning. I did. Um, next is going to be a new segment called New to Netflix. And then finally, we'll wrap it up with another new segment called Underrated, which is going to be a movie that we feel is critically underrated. Yeah, short and sweet. Maybe give you some um, new things to watch. Uh, well, yeah, that's another thing is the world is really re- reopening. The world is, wow, the world is reopening in a big way. Michigan's a little behind, but I mean, I feel like we went from zero to 100 and everybody's just doing their own thing. People are literally saying, COVID who? COVID who? Which is really why some of our episodes that are <laughs> that are on the platforms near you regarding quarantine and staying inside, you know, might not be as topical. However, still very fun. Yeah, very fun. And it, it really truly was just a few weeks ago. People were still <laughs> People in forget. Quarantine. People forget. People forget that we were quarantined for three months and now... The business is booming. People are in the streets. No one's wearing a mask. And it's summertime. It's summertime. Not a care in the world. Not a care in the world until... We did take a road trip yesterday. We went to the west side of Michigan for a beach day. Yes, a road trip. Which was really fun. And we did not see as many masks as you think we would see. No, especially for Michigan. Kind of behind. Um, Yeah, there's sometimes when we were the only ones with the mask on. It is concerning. We did have to go into a few public restrooms. We did a couple get. We did have to put our swimsuits on in a gas station bathroom, <laughs> which is questionable on any day, but especially in the times of pandemic. You know, it was worth it. It was worth it. It was a very nice day. Really got out out and about. Yeah, nothing really shows my Michigan accent like that saying. Out and about. Out and about. Out Sounds Canadian. About. It does sound Canadian. Something that I'm trying to not accentuate is my Michigan accent. Yeah, I don't really notice it very much. Well, I think you're 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 a close cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps because I am a Hoosier and I have my own accent. It's very it's close. It is close. You just have like harder A's, maybe. Uh, yeah. I just remember coming home from being out of the Midwest for like a couple years, mm-hmm. and then really immersing myself back home and thinking my parents that that accent is is sharp. <laughs> it's not something that is sweet to the ears. Wow. We get it, Emily. You left the Midwest. Okay. <laughs> we get it. I just like to say it so that maybe I can declare it for the future. <laughs> but hey, I'm content and I'm trying to be present. Yeah, let's be present. But also, let's talk about some TV. Yes. On to the next. So the first is Batch Nation. They have been airing Greatest of All Time seasons every Monday, and it's a real three-hour marathon. Yeah, and I do. I just want to officially say that I don't think they asked anyone what they thought the greatest of all time were. They just decided what the greatest of all time were. Yeah, I would really like to see if they took a vote or if it was simply a dictatorship. Yeah, because it's hard to just be like, these are the greatest things we've ever done. I would like a sticker that said, I voted. I voted for because because right now they have a failing grade of 50%. They do. I'm going to say this. My my take on the whole situation is very straightforward. It's propaganda. Go on. The shows are not giving a continuous timeline of what happened. 
they're just showing like certain parts of different people's journeys and they're manipulating the information to make it different than what it actually than was. how the actual season was obviously right. the things happened mm-hmm. but they're making it in a way that they want you to believe it's good they want you to believe like a certain a different thing about how the season was oh yeah they're trying to like erase our memories yeah and i think maybe some people haven't watched all the seasons but if you were someone that has watched like every season you know this is what i think i think that the ogs who have like been in it for the long haul the og viewers Mm -hmm. they are really excited to like have the nostalgia of the old seasons yeah and then i think that the propaganda maybe this is what you're talking about they're trying to like hone in on the millennials and almost like give them some sort of an interpretation of what the show used to be yeah they didn't even show the proposal that she said yes to Mm -hmm. that to the person she was and they're no longer together but the person she was engaged to for like three and a half years they didn't even show that part of it in a yeah i know well i personally didn't watch caitlin bristow's because i didn't honestly love her season um i I think that's where it kind of started to around that time frame is where things slowly started to shift in the show. And I do feel like, like what you're saying, it's just much different now. I even feel like Chris Harrison has changed. Wow. You've heard it here first. Wow. What do you, why do you think Chris Harrison has changed? Um, I've, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. I think definitely during these episodes, he is having to be like very scripted. I don't really feel like he's scripted on like the actual show, but like on this, obviously there's like timing and he's like filming it at home. So there's like a lot of logistics and I don't think it's his best. He, I don't think he is his best self. I just don't like, I don't, I'm not loving it. Yeah. I just wrote down, like, I would love to see some of the older seasons, you know, even ones that maybe I watched, but that were like actually a long time ago. Do you think we will? I don't know because they're only announcing them like week by week. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Well, Hey, we're going to be hopeful and optimistic and say yeah. that they're going to bring back some older seasons. Maybe they will have less Zoom calls, less Chris Harrison time, yes. and more time on actually finding love, yes, which is what content. the show represents. That's actually um, what I wrote down. I wrote down that I wish this show was more about love. <laughs> I feel like they're really honing in on things that didn't matter, like all the drama and stuff. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, the recaps are not. That's, like, that's what I'm saying with propaganda. The recaps are not showing the I d- actual storyline. I just want to. I want to see. I want to see the positive stuff, and instead, I feel like it le- leaves me with some like anxiety because it's all of the fighting and stuff. I just want it to and be lighter. Not, and they're not telling a story. They're just like giving. It's like a clip show. The reason we all started to watch the show is because we wanted to see a reality show based on finding love, and I feel like they're pulling away from their original mission statement. It's true. I don't actually know why I started watching it. <laughs> that, that I feel like it was like I even on Netflix they had Jason's season. Yes, and it was so like simplistic and mm-hmm. less rigmarole, and I feel like it was less about the um, you know drama and producers and whatnot. And it was just like super simple. The dates were simple, and it Absolutely. was it was just like fun and light, and people like respected people. There was like dignity and stuff. Yeah. I agree. I definitely yeah. agree. But hey, maybe we'll see that. Maybe yeah, we'll see that. a lot of room for them to improve and to kind of like get back to basics. Yeah. yeah. Back to basics. That's what we would like to see. Yeah. So, but hey, that's just two gals opinions. Mm-hmm. I think it could get better and I'm hoping that it does. Yeah. I think it, I, let's have hope here. 
hey this is a hopeful podcast so yep. we're not trying to bring people down with our no. <laughs> with our negative reviews no it's just kind of like an insider look because i feel like i've dedicated i don't know 10 years of my life to consistently watching every single season and i just would have liked them to ask me what i thought the greatest of all time was <laughs> I think we're not the only ones who feel this way. But yeah, nonetheless, agree. I'm glad that they're doing this than like some other rickety thing. And it's better than having nothing on. Right. Right. Better and than I'm nothing. just going to pick and choose what seasons I want to watch. So it's kind of the best of both worlds exactly. in some ways. Yeah. And it's three hours. You can fast forward yep. your stuff. And... I fast forwarded through most of Chris when I watched on low. Yeah. So. Or in the bring it in like, you know, they brought Peter on and kelly and you know people that i don't Which, necessarily need to see an update on nobody so asked just, for that yeah nobody asked for that um i can just skip through it and that's the magic of watching things not live that's exactly right and that's our suggestion and that is why we love netflix speaking of netflix um we're doing a new segment so it's called new to netflix but really when we say netflix we just mean streaming so anything that is new to streaming platforms such as Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, HBO Max. Actually, I don't have that, but Prime Video, you know, et cetera. Who, those can, are afford, the, who the, can afford HBO Max? Those are the main heavy hitters. And I feel like those are the only ones I have. So minus HBO Max. I don't have that. <laughs> Anybody want to give me their login? <laughs> I heard HBO Max is like unreasonably expensive. Yeah, I think it's like $16 or something. Yeah. Which is pretty... It's a lot for like a niche thing because it's not very, it's not very broad. Um, it actually has some bachelor seasons on it. Okay. Well, you know, they know. Interestingly enough. I heard someone say that the other day and I thought, well, that's very random. They know how to hook them in and they have friends. Mm, That's big for a lot of people. Big for a lot of people. Um, so that's our new segment, new to Netflix. We each picked one. Well, I picked, I chose one show and one movie. And mm-hmm. Anna, you chose... I have a reality show and a scripted show. Okay, great. Okay, have you heard of Selling Sunset? I have seen the thumbnail. Okay. This came out last year. The first season did. Actually, I watched a trailer for season two. Okay. It was yeah. much different than I thought it was going to be. Yes. I thought it was going to be like Cribs. Mm. Yeah, the first season came out last year. Second season just came out. And it is about a group of people that are like luxury real estate agents, basically real estate brokers. Okay. Two twin brothers like run it. Um, and then it's all like bombshell women mm. that are like the agents that like go out sales and all that stuff. They're the face. Yes. Well, yeah, it's like, it's all very like, um, LA mm-hmm. glamorous, you know, mm-hmm. they all are and everything, but I love it. Cause it's like, it's kind of like that real housewives drama. Um, but also it's like interiors and mm. real estate and all of those things that I mm-hmm. really like. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could really get behind the ladder, mm-hmm. which would be the design aspect and the houses and stuff like that. Yeah. It's most, it's not specifically, it's like more about like the people. Oh, and less about the like houses. The, the okay. nice like secondary part is that it's like about the homes and okay. all this stuff. Okay. Yeah. So, see, I feel like I would, mm, I don't know if I would like it or not. But maybe some of our viewers would like it. I feel like I, I have like even even when I like am flipping through some some housewife shows mm-hmm. on and it'll it'll be on for like two seconds and it like gives me anxiety because I feel like they're just always at a high level of yeah a strife. Yeah, they are. I don't really watch that many of the Real Housewives, but I like like Real Housewives like adjacent things that sure. are like okay. similar to that kind of drama. Uh-huh. But I highly recommend it if you like any type of like Bravo shows mm-hmm. reality. Mm-hmm. 
um, if you like real estate, interiors. I think it's a nice mixture of all of those things together. Okay. Do you think that the second season was better than the first? I did think so. Okay. And then it kind of stopped on like a... Abrupt? Had an abrupt ending. Mm. And then it'll pick back up in the fall. So that okay. was kind of exciting. Cliffhanger. Know? Cliffhanger. Yes, that's exactly what I wanted to say. <laughs> Cliffhanger. But yeah, I watched that in, you know, a few days and I loved it. Okay, great. No, I'm curious if some of our listeners have seen it. Me too. I would love to discuss. If you have watched it, please, you know, reach out. First, my show is none other than the Mandalorian documentary series. Mm, yes. And I really feel like I'm becoming quite the nerd. <laughs> but I've really been enjoying it. Um, I'm not sure if they're done with it or not. But they just I just watched the seventh episode, which mm-hmm. was scoring. Um so it might be done. I don't know what else. I don't know what else possibly they could be showing. But yeah. it was fascinating. I feel like in a way it sparked creativity because, yeah, they showed a lot of new and innovative things that they're mm-hmm. doing. I honestly, it's the ultimate behind the scenes experience. Yeah. I eat that stuff up. Oh, I love behind the scenes. I felt very like immersed in what was going on. I yeah. feel like I got a bird's eye view. What was like the most interesting thing you learned? Oh, gosh. Well, I don't want to give too much away, but they filmed it in, I think this is like the first time of using this technology. They called it the volume and it's basically like this dome kind of like it's a circular area set Mm -hmm. up in a studio and all of the walls and the roof are LED lights. Wow. And so they can use those LED lights to show pictures that they've created, Mm -hmm. obviously in like, um not AI, what? CGI, CGI. It's really crazy because when the camera, when they're shooting a scene, they have all of the background on it. So they can choose like, obviously each episode of the Mandalorian is set in different settings. Mm-hmm. So it's really extreme. And every time the camera is on it, it shows what they want to be behind the actors. Wow. And then when they move the camera, it moves through the landscape it's crazy. So that if you just watch one awesome. episode, I would watch that one. Mm-hmm. I think it's technology. Yeah. But it is fascinating. I don't even love techie stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm much more interested in like the people side of things. Like I really love the director roundtable. I personally think that was my favorite. Mm-hmm. But it was um, it was fascinating. Wow. I'm really excited to watch that. I have not gotten to it yet, but now I'm even more excited. And I really love John Favreau. I feel like he's super humble and down to earth mm-hmm. and he's like the creator of all of this. Right. So I feel like he's a great, like humble leader. Yeah. I'm excited to watch it. So also the cast and the creative team, like the directors and producers, I feel like it was a very diverse crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very like inclusive. I think two of the five directors were women. Um, I think it gave a lot of really cool perspectives and a lot of people had a lot of diverse backgrounds mm-hmm. too. So that I was believe, nice to see. What's the lady's name? She's like the first black female that's ever. Oh produced. yeah. Produced or directed or directed. Sorry. Yeah. I, I forget. She's really cool. Yeah. I she's really a, popular too. And I should probably know her name. I watched a um, documentary thing about her actually. And it was very good. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah i really liked it It was good to see good to see it all of you nerdy folk out there honestly even if you don't love star wars or anything like that it's very cool Mm -hmm. wow i'm excited to watch it do a deep dive yes so on a complete like opposite note my other show that i have been watching also on netflix is sweet magnolia Mm. i've heard a few friends watching that yes i equally 
I kind of hate watched it in mm-hmm. a way like you watch a Hallmark movie. Okay. When you're like, this is too cheesy. Yeah. This is so dumb. Mm-hmm. But I really want to know what happened. Right. At this point, like you're already in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was like hardly enjoying it. But then I was like, mm-hmm. but then I wanted to know what ha- was happening. You know, it really mm-hmm. sucks you in. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they make shows like that. But it was really good. And if you like just kind of like easy watching, mm. it's very chill. It's about four women that are like best friends. They live in the South. They live in this little town called, um, not Magnolia. Oh my gosh, I can't remember what it's called. Little town. And they all do different stuff, but they decide to like purchase this old home and mm. open a bed and breakfast in it. Or like a spa. Oh. It's a spa. Okay. Um, and so it's about like, you know, the dramas of that and then all these other things. But I I thought it was very like nice, easy watching, pretty relaxing. From what I've heard from people that that's kind of the consensus. Mm-hmm. Like, um, good, not great. Yeah exactly good mm-hmm. not great but that also ended on a cliffhanger mm. and i'm like i hate when things are on a cliffhanger but i see why they do it because now i'm like is there gonna be a second season like are we gonna find out what happened the cast too is probably wondering is there gonna be a second season oh absolutely which is probably another reason why they leave it on a cliffhanger when i first saw that it was sweet magnolias um there was a movie in the 90s with julia roberts and dolly parton and a few other folk. Mm-hmm. And it was called Steel Magnolias. Yes. Which is, you know, a, a classic. Oh, of classic, classic movie. So I, I, every time I see that on Netflix, I think of, I think of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those are, you know, my two recent things I've watched on Netflix. I think they've both been in the top 10. We all need things to watch. So Don't we need we? to try it out. Love it. I feel like, um, wait, let me, what was I going to say? Oh, and there's no, there's no really like new actors in that, or excuse me, what am I trying to say? There's no really known actors in that show. No, one of the, if you, this is like a real throwback show, but did you ever watch Drop Dead Diva? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I did see Drop Dead Gorgeous, which is a movie with Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> Last but not least, we have my pick. It's a movie. It is brand new to Prime. It is now available on Prime, mm-hmm. which is great. I feel like Prime does a good job of like putting good movies out there included in the subscription. I which completely is great. agree. Yes. Nothing worse than when you think that something is on your streaming platform and then you go to watch it and it says rent five ninety nine for two hours or something. <laughs> I hate that. This is Knives Out. Mm-hmm. It was very um, critically acclaimed murder mystery came out to theaters i want to say the holidays i feel like it was the holidays yeah yeah very great great acting great cast great plot i i thoroughly enjoyed it honestly Mm -hmm. it was one of my favorite films i think it was actually dylan's favorite film of the year oh wow well one of them yeah but he said he really enjoyed it Mm -hmm. yeah chris evans oh yes need i say more wow love him he did not bring his full garb and shield as Captain America. <laughs> did he bring his abs? I don't know. They were they were covered. They were undisclosed. <laughs> yeah, he was fully clothed throughout the whole movie, so not sure. Uh, James Bond, aka Daniel Craig, British accent was covered up by some like old school Southern draw. Oh, that will be interesting to see. Him yeah, do. he was. It was very much like the accents that the cast of the office do on the murder episode, (laughs) (laughs) which are not great. Yeah. Good. Not great. 
My Blackberry, Michael. I'm trying to get updates on the company. Who's Michael? I'm Caleb Crawdad, I do declare. It was very much when Andy goes from, like, the Savannah exit. He is. <laughs> it wasn't very scary. Yeah, which is good to know because I do not like a scary movie, but I am definitely interested in watching this. That is something that you will never see us recommend. Absolutely not. The only thing that we might recommend is, like, Quiet Place vibes. Yeah, and I didn't even watch that because it was scary. <laughs> that was like top tier scary for me. Like yeah. I will not go any further. I don't want anything that's gonna give me a bad dream. You know, we are daydreamers and we are um we are sponges to what yeah. we consume. I'm a daydreamer. I don't want to be a night dreamer of nightmares. <laughs> I'm not a nightmare dreamer. No, absolutely not. I'm a daydreamer. Uh, I'm trying to go away from the darkness. Absolutely. I think it got nominated for some things during award season. I did see it in theaters. Way back when theaters were a thing. Yeah, well, throwback. Who knows when we'll actually get to go sit into a movie seat. I actually think some may be reopening. It's embarrassing how much I go to the movies. Yeah, you love to go to the movies. I do. I love love the theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I wonder if you'll have to wear a mask. Drive-in theaters have never been a better choice. Yeah, there's a drive-in theater um, down in Indy where that's been like busted. Wow. Very popular. Yeah, none around here. We're going back in time. We are really going back in time. We're going back in time in many ways, and I I really like that. I know. I think it's nice. And that's our new to Netflix segment. And we are either going to be talking about things that are new to Netflix or new to us. Netflix is really just an overarching term for internet streaming. (laughs) Exactly. So stay tuned. I feel like that's going to be a reoccurring segment. We can either talk about things that are new that we want to watch or talk about things that are new that we have watched. Awesome. I can't wait to watch more television. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, it's going to only become highly recommended. Yes. We don't want to waste your time. We don't want to waste our time. No. And that's why why I watch so much TV is so I can tell people what's good or not. Oh, you're doing it for others. Yes. And now we have a platform. That's the only reason you've been watching television is for the sake of others. Only reason I binge television. God first, other second. That's right. Jesus, Jesus than others than you. And that's my approach to streaming television. (laughs) You heard it here, folks. We're simply servants. We're doing the work of the people. You're welcome. And also, if you have any good recommendations, please do tell us. That may, you know, allow us to not have to watch as much television. Yeah. I don't want you to be scared to recommend. So everybody is welcome to the recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like, better right. be a good one. Absolutely. And then our last and final segment is also a new one. It's called Underrated. Movies that we feel have been rated improperly. Things that we love that just didn't show up on the charts. Right. Number one in the charts in our hearts, which is a daydreamer slogan. Absolutely. The movie that we have chosen is Baby Mama. A longtime favorite of ours. It's still funny. (laughs) Oh, man. Here comes your baby mama. Shout out to Dax Shepard, an armchair expert who inspired us to start this podcast. Shout out to him and Kristen Bell, both from Michigan. Oh, wow. Great things from Michigan. Yes. Wow. I do like his stories about Michigan because I feel like they're very relatable. Yes. Close to home in Mm -hmm. many ways. I will just describe to everyone. We are going to go off of IMBD. And usually a good score is like seven and above. Usually the scores are anywhere from like seven to nine. That I feel like that's the highest. But 10 would be the highest if it was perfect. Yeah. I, I've never seen a movie be a 10. But if it was. 100%. A 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Um, and then Rotten Tomatoes, I feel like that goes really higher too. I've seen like a 97, a 98%. It goes mm-hmm. by percentages. I would say anything like above a 70 is pretty good pretty good passing passing with flying colors mm-hmm. baby mama's imbd was six out of ten 
There's something wrong with your toilet. Oh, wow. And Rotten Tomatoes was 63. So, like, not bad. Right. Not terrible, just, like, not what I would hoped it would be. Right. Honestly, maybe I just have, like, a skewed perspective because it was my favorite in high school. I was going to say, I feel like for a niche audience, it was, like, the best thing ever. And we loved, I mean, I watched it in high school. I watched it in college all the time. Yeah. But I can think of a lot of people that it would not have been relevant to. I agree. And it's probably, it's probably niche. But at the same time, I feel like the same people who might think our podcast is entertaining would also think that Baby Mom is entertaining. absolutely. Yeah. Just to give you a little perspective, Mm -hmm. Mean Girls was rated 7 on an IMBD score and had 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, that's pretty good. You know, that's what I would have liked to seen for Baby Mama. And maybe this is a bold statement, but in my opinion, they're in the same category. Oh, 100%. I think okay. they're the same category. I got a little nervous. I like put myself out there for a second. Wow. Here on the I... day tumor, we like to be vulnerable. Yeah, what if I had been like, no, I think it's way, way lower. No, I think that they're definitely in the same category. Mm-hmm. Same playing field. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things where like, I can't even remember the first time I saw it because I've just, it's become such a part of my life. Mm-hmm. We probably quote baby mama weekly. Weekly. I mean, honestly, if not daily, I would agree. I think there's a lot of things I say and I don't even realize they're from baby mama. It's so ingrained into who we are. <laughs> it is. Um, I watched it actually for the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. I think like two weeks ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I texted my friend and told her it was on and she was like, Oh my gosh, it's on Netflix. No, sorry. It's on regular television. My parents still live in the Stone Ages. Yeah. Like, what is cable? <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining. No, I wouldn't. I mean, if I had cable, I would watch it. That's for sure. We still rock that DVR life. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Because then you can watch anything on television. I know. It's it, it's honestly like another platform. It really is. Like, live TV is crazy. Live TV and we... TV. TV. <laughs> Love TV. <laughs> they also have On Demand. If I had... If it was in the budget, I'd have a cable. Absolutely. It's not for everyone. No, it's not. It's a, it's a luxury item. It is. It's a luxury item. <laughs> <laughs> I was just a little surprised when I saw that it was significantly lower than, like, a Mean Girls. I do think it's surprising. I wonder why. I mean, it has the cast. It has great cast. Um, it has, in my opinion, a good story arch. A unique plot line. Arch, arc. 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 Story arc. Mm-hmm. Joan um, of Arc. Yeah, unique um, perspective, you know? It's not something that you saw happening in a lot of other movies. It's light but meaningful. I mean, you're talking about a heavy topic of someone who is struggling with infertility. Yeah. And, you know, it's great writing, too. Mm-hmm. Did you know that the writer of Baby Mama also wrote co-wrote i think all of the austin powers trilogy wow i did not know that but i believe that (laughs) for anyone that has not watched baby mama could you give them a brief oh synopsis of it how dare i assume i know we don't want to assume everyone's watched it i'm so sorry we want to give you an idea like if you haven't what may you know what you may find as part of it for the sake of time i'm gonna go ahead and read the brief summary good idea good idea when a single executive kate holbrook decides the time is right for her to finally have finally have a baby she hires a working class woman amy poehler from south philadelphia to act as her surrogate mother. However, Kate's careful planning goes out the window when a woman shows up at her doorstep to live with her. A battle of wills break out between the pair as they prepare for a blessed event and try not to kill each other in the process. 
Great synopsis. I couldn't have said it better myself. Much more, much more concise than we ever could have said. The Tina Fey and <laughs> Dave. Uh, Lamaze class. <laughs> Steve Martin. <laughs> oh, there's honestly so many people in there and there's so many funny moments. I really, even if you have watched in the past, I just recommend you watch it this week if you can find it you know, on the internet. I believe I have a DVD of it. Throwback. I believe I used to watch it in my portable DVD player. <laughs> <laughs> wow truly throwback it was a great cast tina fey amy poehler i don't know how to say this woman's name but she's on a lot of things she you may know her from avatar and a lot of other things before that mm-hmm. i feel like she was a hot ticket item in the 90s mm-hmm. sanjur weaver or whatever how do you say that i have no idea how i would say that you but know, the chaffee bicknell the who she plays <laughs> yes. is forever ingrained in my mind <laughs> uh greg kinnear dak shepherd steve martin the wife from liar liar mm-hmm one of the guy from 40 Year Old Virgin. Will Forte made an appearance. Fred Armisen made an appearance. Oh my gosh. It's literally everybody. It really is. It's a great find. Underrated on the charts. What's your favorite quote? I don't know. It's not a quote, but my favorite thing that happens is when Jaffe Bicknell, when she's like laughing and shaking her <laughs> hair back and forth. Like that is my favorite moment. What a vibe to catch. Yeah. Like that is truly my favorite moment. I don't know why, but it's like something that I feel like I frequently like see in my head. Talk about confidence. Yeah. Chaffee. <laughs> Her name's Chaffee. I mean, wow. What is your favorite quote? Oh, I don't know if it's a quote because there's a lot of different like one liners and mm-hmm. zingers. But just Amy Poehler's character is really captivating. Um, I personally love when she pees in the sink. Love when she pees in the sink. There's something wrong with your toilet. I just love everything that happens. Um, I, you know, I don't want to give it too much away, but mm-hmm. I love when she's singing karaoke. I love, I love when they go out, girls night out. Oh yes. This one is for the ladies. Cause they really become friends. They do. It's camaraderie. The, arc. the arc is fantastic. Yeah. The arch. The arch. <laughs> As some say. The, the story arch is great. Great structure. <laughs> but that's kind of the vibe that we're trying to catch with underrated yeah, I'm excited to um That's we're gonna continue that for yeah, sure. For sure. I'm excited to see some of like my favorite movies and see what they actually did on the on the charts because I don't often look at that. So I am excited to see that and maybe rewatch some old favorites. Um so I look forward to it and we hope that you guys will watch with us. Yeah, that's a great idea too. And if you agree or disagree with the rating. Yes, would love to hear. Yeah. Um now that we are up on streaming platforms and we are putting together an Instagram. Hopefully by the time you hear this, by the time it is published, yes. we will have a few posts on Instagram and mm-hmm. we will also have shared it on our personal Instagrams mm-hmm. so that people can see what's happening. See what's going down in the daydreamer world. And that is where you can DM us and let us know all of these things. That's our plan so far moving forward. Yes, I'm excited. You know, we got a plan. And we're going to execute it. Yep. You might see a few posts, maybe like one to two Instagram posts a week. And then, of course, one published podcast a week. Mm-hmm. How could we forget? We are doing a mm, bonus content series. Yes. Mainly things that we want to dive into a little bit more, but we don't want to fill up our po- normal episode space with. Yeah, we're going to get a little bit deeper into... All kinds of different things. Things that might be a little bit more of a niche audience. So yes. you can choose if you want to listen or not. Obviously, we would suggest a listen. Yes, I think it'll be entertaining even if you haven't watched the shows or movies or whatever the content is. 
it's it's really going to be an evolving uh bonus content Mm -hmm. just like the main episodes (laughs) (laughs) yes we'll probably give maybe like two bonus ones a month Mm -hmm. or something like that but this next one uh will probably be released later like a few days after this episode Mm -hmm. is going to be about survivor survivor the greatest game ever played out with ooh, (laughs) outwit outlast outplay anna and i if you have been listening we kind of decided that we are going to watch some old seasons together Mm -hmm. available on hulu three seasons so far yes three seasons so far and that's what we're going to go over so stay tuned for that and last but not least we'd be thrilled if you could subscribe and review on the streaming platform that you listen absolutely i we hear that that means a lot and it would just be exciting to see people subscribing and create great content that would be very helpful i mean people just tell us that that's what you should say and that's what we're gonna say please subscribe and review our podcast thank you for joining us along our um ever-evolving journey of the daydreamer variety show thank you we're excited to see where it goes and excited to take you with us yay thank you for the support i'm excited this has been really fun i know very fun anything else no i think that's all have a great week have a great week in case we don't see you good afternoon good evening and good night bye-bye Mr. Tux is right behind you. There is a cat directly behind my head. (laughs) Mr. Tux, we're live. (laughs) Tux, we're recording. We're in studio right now. Um, Emily's younger brother is a cat. And um, he is right behind my head. He is the weirdest cat you've ever encountered. He is. In fact, last night I said, Mr. Tux is the saddest cat in America. <laughs> He's sad because his parents are gone <laughs> for the weekend. He's sad because his parents are gone. I don't know where his food is. I wake up first <laughs> in the morning and he's mad I won't feed him. And that is what it is. It is what it is. But honestly, he, he wants to be involved. So maybe we'll give him some airtime later. Yeah, hopefully he'll give us some commentary on something. Mr. Tux, what do you have to say about Bachelor Nation? Mm. Oh. Ple- pleading the fifth. Wow. The look he just gave me said everything. <laughs> A hot take. That was a hot take from Pets. <laughs>